breakfast today on Billy West Live, and John Belton is the District Attorney in 3rd Judicial District Court. John is eyeing running for Attorney General for the state of Louisiana. John, thank you for joining us on Billy West Live. Well, thank you for having me on the show, and I appreciate that, Billy. Um, I, um, I, I'm, I'm elated to run for the position. Uh, I have been a career prosecutor uh, for 30 years. Uh, working in uh, the 3rd Judicial District as an Assistant District Attorney for 23 years, and I ran for District Attorney in 2014 and was unopposed in 2020. Um, and so I am very, very uh, happy about my bid for Attorney General, and I would like to continue uh, to serve my community and the state of Louisiana uh, as Attorney General. Um, I've always, the time that I, the day that I was sworn in, as an assistant DA and as, as I was sworn in as the district attorney, uh, I swore to defend the constitution of the, of the state of Louisiana and, and, and the constitution of the United States of America. In doing so, I have also protected the freedoms of every citizen uh, in the state, particularly in my district, um, and I'd like to do it on the state level as well, protect those freedoms of religion, freedom uh, to bear arms, and freedom of speech. And I think that's so essential in, in today's in, in, in today's times because of what's going on in, across the country. And so um, I'd love to continue to share the values of Louisiana and um, help those who need help, but also keep our community safe and working with law enforcement on a statewide level like I've done here locally uh, for the past 30 years. Well, John Belton, again, is our guest, uh, Billy West Live. John, just a, a quick background of your personal life, your wife and children. I know you have some, some kids who have made some exceptional accomplishments. Talk about your, your, your family for just a moment. Well, I, I'm truly blessed to have a wonderful wife. Yesterday, we uh, celebrated our 30th year anniversary, and her name is Alana Gilbert Belton. Uh, I met her in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. She was at LSU Law School. And I was living there at the time because I was attending Southern University Law School. And so LSU has been really good to me because they gave me a wonderful wife. So, <laughs> And um, in addition to that, uh, she's a lawyer, uh, but she's not practicing law now. She runs our family businesses. Uh, we, uh, we have eight restaurants and we have a, um, also residential apartments as well as commercial buildings. And she, she runs that, that operation, and I, I do help from time to time when I do have the time. Um, but I'm truly blessed to have her in my life, and we have God, God bless us with two wonderful children, Alexis Belton, who's our oldest, and she is a professional golfer. Uh, she was an All-American in college, and she's now on the Symmetra Tour uh, trying to um, trying her best to become a professional on the LPGA Tour. Uh, and my son, he's 23, and um, he is presently on the coaching staff at LSU. And he graduated from Louisiana Tech last year, played football at Louisiana Tech, and was a regional scout for the University of Virginia football team, and now he is uh, the head scout uh, at um, LSU. So we're very proud of both of them, truly blessed, and um, uh, with no grandchildren yet. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm, that, that, that will come in God's time. Well, we'll be pulling for your, your daughter on the golf tour, and as a big LSU fan, I, I, I followed your son's career. He was a great player at West Monroe and then at Louisiana Tech, and certainly uh, as an LSU fan, we'll be watching his career uh, up close. Well, uh, thank you. Yeah, John, thank you. You, know, you said you've been DA or practicing for 30 years and a prosecutor you know, for your entire career. 
and, and you've been the district attorney for the third district, which encompasses Lincoln and Union parishes. Um, talk a little bit about your, your decision to be a prosecutor. Why, why, why did you decide to be a prosecutor? I've always wanted to. Um, I've always liked law and order, and uh, my uncle inspired me. His name is Joseph Delton, and he was the second African American um, police officer in the little town I grew up in, Angela Parish, a little town called Basil, uh, Louisiana. And um, I, I looked up to him. He was one of my favorite uncles, and and I've always I always admired that badge that he wore on his chest and and the gun that he wore on his side and. And he was a man of order, and uh, he inspired me. And so I took it to another level in becoming a prosecutor so I can work with law enforcement. Uh, and God, God answered my prayers, and I tell you, it's a, it's a wonderful thing to be able to, to help people as well. You know, a lot of people think that prosecutors put people in jail. Um, that's, that's true to a point. But also we're able to help young people to put them back on track. And so... I've used my position to do both, keep our community safe, work with law enforcement, and put those violent criminals and also those sexual assault uh, offenders in jail. But also, um, because I have Louisiana Tech University and Grandma State University in my district, I have been able to help these young people get back on track, to get their education, and contribute to society and become productive citizens. And so that's been my goal. In addition to that, I was the, one of the founders of the Boys and Girls Club here in Lincoln Parish, and also the founder of uh, our mentoring program, uh, which we've expanded in the last three years from one school district to nine school districts across the state. We go, we go all the way down to St. Camden Parish. So I'm excited about that. Why? Because studies have shown that if a child graduates from high school, they're less likely to become part of the criminal justice system. If they don't graduate, they're more likely to become part of the criminal justice system. And as you well know, to have a productive uh, community, an educated community, uh, means a lot for everything in, in terms of industry coming to our city. They're going to look at our educational level, and they're going to look at our crime rate. And that's so important to make sure that our kids are productive so we can, in turn, benefit economically as well. Yeah, John, I've heard so many good things about you. Tough but fair comes to mind of how you've been described. Uh, to me, by other lawyers and friends of mine. And uh, as you mentioned, like diversion programs, boys and girl clubs, I'd also like to get your thoughts. Or what you, kind of what are your views on the unfortunate budget cuts, both on the state level and federal level, to mental health services, and, and how those reductions in support have created additional challenges for you as a prosecutor and law enforcement in general? So, unfortunately, our jails have become hospitals for, for mental health because of those budget cuts. I, I, for example, right here in Lincoln Parish, we had a state mental a state school um, in Lincoln Parish before those cuts. And historically, we were able to work with the state uh, regarding mental health um, patients and and house them there. Now we are forced to house, unfortunately, a lot of our mental health offenders uh, in in our jails, and that is, that is a challenge because a lot of a lot of our parishes cannot afford to house them. Um, financially, we were already strapped for money, and and this is an extra burden not only for Lincoln Parish or Union Parish, but for all the parishes across the state. So it's become a challenge for uh, not only the parishes, the local police juries, but also the sheriffs who run the jails, 
and prosecuted because if their mental health, they, if they have mental health, mental health issues, it's hard to prosecute. Right. Uh, and, and because they they cannot appreciate the crime they committed. And so it takes a long time before we hear from a, um, a, a medical panel to determine whether or not they're sane, uh, to face their charges. And most, most of the time they're not. And so that has become a big challenge. Right now in Louisiana, 15% of our population, uh, uh, jail population has a serious mental issue. Um, now, moving forward, what can we do about it? Of course, it takes money. And money we generally don't have in Louisiana because of uh, several factors, right? Um, but I'll give you an example of what they did in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. There's a the center that's called the Bridge Center of Hope. The district attorney there, um, Hilla Moore, worked with the, the, the local government and the local law enforcement agencies, and they created this nonprofit organization that is called Bridge Center for Hope. Now, they were able to pass a tax. Of course, that's a, 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 a bad word, <laughs> uh, because even from my perspective, and more taxes generally is not a good thing. Um, but they were able to pass that tax in, in East Baton Rouge Parish. To, to fund this program. And they also train officers um, to determine whether or not the offender or alleged offender, when they arrive on the scene, whether or not that person um, is a mental health patient. If they determine that it, that person is a mental health patient, they don't take that person to the jail. They take that person to the center, the Bridge Center for Hope. On staff there, is um, is a staff of um, a mental health professional who can then assess whether or not that person needs to go to jail or stay there in the facility and get treated. Right. Um, that that center is, I think, the example of where we need to go um, moving forward. Um, they, there, there are several of those centers like that in Texas and other states, but we only have one in the state of Louisiana. Um, and so that, that's the challenge we have. We just don't have enough of those things. Well, it's an issue I'm uh, very interested in and, and, and follow closely. And certainly from a state funding level and from a, a congressional level, we need much more federal funding to help local law enforcement deal with these mental health issues because, again, that's where right. we end up with a lot of uh, confrontations between mental health uh, folks and, and law enforcement. So I'm very interested in those issues. Is law enforcement properly funded in Louisiana? Uh, and I'd like to get your comments on that. And should we allocate or reallocate any additional law enforcement resources that would better support them uh, with their immense challenges facing our state and our nation? Yes, uh, we're, we're underfunded in the state of Louisiana, and um, it is important that federal government comes in and help us and help help law enforcement. And they do through certain grants. But I, I would like to see uh, those federal grants increase. Uh, to support um, our local law enforcement agencies, uh, to, to be able to fund body cameras, to be able to fund um, more training. Um, you name it, it's needed, right? You can never have enough training. And there's a lot of agencies who would like body cameras but cannot afford them. Um, there's a lot of agencies who don't have the adequate equipment like um, updated vehicles or the computers that they typically use on a day-to-day, le- uh, um, day-to-day acti- uh, level. Uh, to be able to access records or, or criminal histories on a particular driver or, or, or offender. Uh, so, yes, 
we do need more funding. Uh, if, if we're not ad- adequately funded here in Louisiana, and hopefully we can um, appeal to the federal government for more funds funds for our officers. And John, I think our officers, in terms of salary, I think they're they're underpaid, and um, you know they they put their lives on on the line every day for us. And so we, it's important that we show them show our appreciation to them for what they do. Well, I agree a hundred percent, and certainly any of our listeners. Uh, who believe uh, in the things you just uh, espouse should contact their legislators to ask them to give more resources, more salary to our law enforcement who certainly deserve it. Pleasure to have you, John Belton, on Philly West Live. It's a pleasure to, to be on the show, and thank you so much for having me.